0: Yeah, I think it's going now.
1: I'm Leslie Manning
0: and I'm Kai Kopman. This is an experiment to see what happens when priests let their spouses take over.
1: To find new ways to connect.
0: This is
1: This is This, this is, is Empty Pews: The Takeover. Leslie Manning and Bentley Manning works for me.
0: And I'm Kai Copeman, and I would say I have a slightly different situation. Uh, let's just say I work for Kellen Day.
1: And um, this week we get to take over empty pews and give Bentley and Kellen a much-deserved break, When you say?
0: I would say so. Yeah, the cavalry is really coming in this week. Um, <laughs> Bentley and Kellen may be a little tired, You know, as they've reminded us multiple times in the last week, as we've prepared for this, it takes a lot of effort uh, and concentration to produce a nice-sounding podcast for 17 weeks. And uh, we're giving them a little break this week. Yeah.
1: Say that we're both uh, podcast connoisseurs.
0: Uh, I would say that. Yeah. I think I've probably listened to four or five different ones this week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any favorite podcasts, Leslie?
1: I do. I um, kind of my regulars are The Daily um, by the New York Times, and a couple different political ones that I won't say because Bentley might get mad at me <laughs> if I disclose. The ones I like to listen to. Um, And, yeah, I like um, Revisionist History by Malcolm Gladwell. A couple different NPR ones.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, What about you? Well, I was going to mention Revisionist History, too. That's one of my favorites. Um, I really like this podcast called Hi-Fi Nation, Mm -hmm. and it's produced by a philosophy professor at Vassar College, and the tagline is Turning Stories into Ideas. Mm. And it uses contemporary events to... um, and the philosophy behind contemporary events. He's done seasons on different themes, and this year the season is about the criminal justice system. I don't know. So it's, it's food for thought. It, it's sort of one of those current events podcasts, but spun in a different way. Um, I also like The Daily Slowdown, or mm-hmm. The Slowdown, um, which is uh, a poetry podcast, really nice one, short reflection, short poem. That's a good one. Um, I used to be a daily listener. Not so much
1: lately. You've dropped off? A little bit. Gosh. I feel like that was a place we connected. I know. But I think if our listeners don't know this, Kai is very good at impersonations. Particularly, I think, podcast, radio hosts. You do a pretty good job.
0: Yeah, I've been known to do a good Ira Glass. Do you
1: want to run that one by us?
0: Yeah, give me a second. Okay. This week on This American Life. Act 1 empty pews. What happens when spouses take over a podcast by their partners?
1: Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I like that so much. Um, okay, so we we also share not just a love of podcast, I think, which I think makes us experts in yeah. this field, really. So, I mean, I think we're bringing our expertise to the table. I'd say. Today. Um, but also we we share a love of poetry, and that's another thing that we've connected on. More yeah, recently. But. Right.
0: We, we happen to be in the same poetry group. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our poetry group.
1: Shout out. Florence um, Holmes organized a poetry group.
0: Um, and yeah, it brings together people from different places in this world of Zoom and the pandemic. And it's been really fun just to get the creative juices flowing again and sort of get to know people through their poetry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been a great. I look forward to it every Tuesday.
1: Me too. Um, it's been really nice during particularly the pandemic, to have that creative space and the accountability um, each week and just to get to know folks and get to know like you and Florence on a different level. It's really been neat to explore that creative space together.
0: Yeah, I would echo that going on the theme of our podcast. That's one of the things that's been saving me during Mm -hmm. COVID Um, in a new way to connect to draw on the empty pews broader theme.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that brings us really to today, what we're going to do with the empty pews. Um, You want to say a little bit about what's coming up?
0: Yeah, of course, I think creative geniuses don't reveal, you know, the titles of their work until it's finished. So we'll hold off on a title. But one of the things that we've been talking about and thinking about this week is uh, greatest hits. So um, what we want to do is include some listener voices here on the podcast and ask them about their favorite episode, how they've been doing in this time, and uh, about their feedback on the show.
1: And we also thought we'd ask everybody, which is kind of a play off of something that um, Barbara Brown Taylor asked, the Episcopal priest and writer and thinker, um, what's saving you right now? But we thought we would ask people what's saving you during COVID-19. So like Kai and I were discussing poetry in our poetry group and how that's really been um, sustaining and really a lovely part of a really hard season. Um, we'd also like to hear what other people are doing to sort of stay sane and um, to be fed and nourished. Obviously, this podcast feeds people, we hope. I would imagine it does. They've worked really hard. Um, but we want to know what else for people. So,
0: Yeah, that's a true statement for me. This podcast is definitely one of the things that's been saving me during COVID. But yeah, we want to know and hear from others about what's saving them and maybe there's a way for you to engage too as a listener to send Bentley and Callan a comment um I don't know if we're gonna be trendsetters and start a theme of uh, more voices being included on the podcast but I, I certainly hope so
1: I mean I think of us as trendsetters mm-hmm.
0: well uh, yeah I already think of myself yeah, that way
1: I definitely think you wear <laughs> Crocs I was envious of your crocs in the garden the other day.
0: I happen to be wearing my bistro clogs crocs right now.
1: (laughs) I love it. Well, okay, so should we start talking to some of our guests? I
0: think we should. Yeah our next guests on the podcast. Our first listener voice is from Joe Woodfin, the Reverend Joe Woodfin. Joe's a priest at St. Paul's Episcopal in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we got to know him and Carly during Kellen's time at St. Paul's in her field education. So we would head down to St. Paul's every Sunday morning, very early to make the time change from central (laughs) to Eastern. And, um, we really enjoyed our time in that parish. And I know that Kellen really enjoyed her time as Joe's mentee in field education. And, um, since then they've just become really great friends and colleagues. So Joe's a listener and I know we'll have good things to say about what's saving him during COVID. So let's give him a call. Hello. Hey Joe. How are you guys? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Hey, you're on empty Pews.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, is Leslie there?
1: Yeah, I'm here.
2: Hey, Leslie.
1: Hi, Joe.
2: I just want to tell you all, I'm so happy to be a part of a podcast takeover.
1: <laughs>
0: um, okay, so we're terming this episode Greatest Hits. Um, okay. We're reflecting back on the podcast over the past, it's been 17 weeks, as a funny archive of COVID-19 and this weird world that we're all finding ourselves in. And so we, we wonder as a listener, have you had any favorite episodes or favorite moments along the way?
2: I have. It's so hard to choose. Uh, I, I loved last week's one of my favorite parables. Mm. Um, so I thought the discussion was lovely. So I thought last week's was good. I think, um, I was really taken by, you know, I sort of listened back through, Uh, as I was preparing for this episode and uh, I was really taken by the This American Life style theme music of the first couple episodes Mm -hmm. Uh, and could really feel that sort of of coming along as something that was impressive but also then really loved the shift in the third episode which I think is my favorite Um, both because of the sort of shift to a more uh, organic theme music and also I think that was the episode when Kellen sort of identified that she was working for her lord and savior Concurrently with working for Bentley, and I just you know that was uh, how is that not the best? <laughs>
1: An important distinction. That's <laughs> true.
0: Um, well, as we we explained earlier, that um, I work for Callen and Bentley works for Leslie. Um, sure. So there's kind of a hierarchy. <laughs> so like Bentley, I, Leslie, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I get that.
2: And God and God is the head of Christ. That's
0: what Paul said. Uh, so sp- speaking of St. Paul, um, I wonder what's saving you during this time of COVID-19? That's something we've been discussing today.
2: You know, it depends on the day. I mean, there are some days when, like, despite everything, like despite the the sheer weirdness of just being home and like being mostly isolated which is really hard for me that it's just like this is a perfect day work-life balance is on um you just sort of take a break and play with the kids and like all these things that that in an ideal world like would happen just the Mm -hmm. flexibility in the space um so some days it's like there's not
1: to be to be safe from it feels like Mm -hmm. um And then at the same time, like, I'm somebody who
2: really needs to be with people. Uh, And so there are other days when when it's hard. So one of the things is um, I really am praying differently, but also better than I was a few months ago. Hmm. Uh, Maybe it's because I have more time, like, more time where it feels like I'm with myself. Um, Exercise. Yeah. Exercising way more than I was six months ago, which is... Which is really good for me, um, and then making bread. And I wanna, I want to say, I was making bread before COVID nineteen. Like I, <laughs> I, I did not sort of get into the sourdough craze and like start making bread simply because of the pandemic. But it has escalated because I've got more time in the kitchen. Which is, um, yeah, it's just a joy to be able to make a loaf of bread. So like cooking, bake,
0: two for me right now. Yeah, COVID-19 has definitely amplified our kitchen experimentation. I'm with you on that one.
2: And it's also like, you know, you kind of have the grace to sort of try new things and then kind of blame it on the pandemic if it doesn't go super well. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the store was out of fish sauce, which is why that Thai dish that I tried the other night was not all that it was done. <laughs>
1: I had a hard time
0: finding some things, too. Yeah, during the first couple weeks when you couldn't find conventional yeast, I I feel like that was one of the things that accelerated the sourdough craze. I think it was. (laughs) Well, uh, Joe, do you have any any final comments for our listeners? This is your chance.
2: This is my chance. Uh, My final comment would be on, I guess, a more serious note than I generally am. Just to, like, I don't know how long this is going to last. And so I imagine there are some days in front of us that um, we might like need to be saved from. And I Mm -hmm. would just say, like, be gentle with yourself uh, and gentle with anybody who might live around you, um, because I really do think that there are bright days ahead. uh, And I think it's I think it's just getting there. So my other parting comment is it's a joy to be part of this successful podcast I just hope that you all will incorporate that for yourselves and also pass it along to uh, my dear friends Bentley and Kellen we will definitely
0: pass pass it along and um, yeah we're sharing in your joy well Joe it's been great to talk with you thank you for being on the show
2: well thanks for having me on
0: So, love him till he's been.
1: Okay, our next caller is um, the Reverend Mama Jean, (laughs) Bentley's mother, but also friend to incarnation. She's preached before at the church and is definitely a friend to many. That's one of her many gifts, I think. She's very friendly, very wonderful, warm, um, and a great friend to me and an incredible grandmother to our kids. She's also a faithful, empty pews. Listener, so we thought it would be good to get her perspective and just let her reflect a little bit. So we're going to call Jean now. Hey, Mom. Hey, Mama Jean. You're live with uh, Empty Pews. Wow. All right. right. (laughs) Welcome to the uh, takeover episode. You've got Kai here, and um, of course, I'm here. We are um, having fun, kind of reviewing the the hits of Empty Pews. We just spoke to Joe Woodfin. our friend and yours, and um, we asked him the same question. So um, we'll start with um, what's your favorite episode of Empty Pews and why? Sure, well, it's so funny when when I thought you
3: were gonna ask that, I looked back and I, but I knew immediately which one it was gonna be. Um, but let me tell you why I knew which one it was gonna be before I tell you which one it was one of the things that i've so appreciated about empty pews is the way that kellen and bentley have given us a chance to laugh and then a chance to to feel some emotion in the theological piece so i appreciate their humor and it always moves into a more serious theological reflection which i love so my favorite uh so far is the bologna and cake um i just i laughed because they were laughing which in this time in this time of crisis that we're in it's so nice to be able to laugh it's a really good humor so i love that one because the banter between the smoked bologna and the chocolate cake was just fantastic and what i and, and what i loved about it um on a more serious note, was they took that and they put it into the whole theme of community and sharing. That's something they talked about throughout. So there was this theme that even in the humor, you could could hear the theme and follow it, um, and moved on to how to be community through following the Good Shepherd. And so it wasn't just funny it was funny and then it moved to serious and then it also i felt like they gave us something to hold on to in other words pattern your life as the disciples did following the good shepherd so it kind of had everything in it um and then for them to to use the music which they use so beautifully of break bread together and it was like you guys just got it all into this Mm -hmm. one episode for me Mm -hmm. so um I think that I would say that one. Um, But again, I so appreciate their lighthearted, their laughter, and then they get into the seriousness of of what we're about. So, so yeah, I would say that one for sure.
1: I love that. You put that beautifully too.
3: Thank you. Well, it was, and and I think one of the lines that came out of it was we read scripture, but we need to remember that scripture reads us. Hmm. And I've held on to that since that episode.
1: Hmm. Um. well what about for you um, thinking of things you're holding on to what's been saving you during this uh, pandemic
3: yeah yeah I've thought about that too and I you know I, I first want to say coming through this pandemic I'm coming at it from a place of, of I mean privilege I've got everything I need I've got shelter I've got food I've got family and so while I you know, sometimes can like everybody get frustrated. I remember quickly that there are so many people suffering so heavily through this, and so what I have access to to get through it, um, are, it's gift. So, so one which everybody's doing, I'm walking a lot, uh, some with friends, but primarily with my puppy dog, which is just pure joy for me. So I'm outside as much as I can. Um, I'm reading just constantly so my stack of books between those finished and those getting ready to be read just keep moving up and down and um so I'm loving that part and I'll read something very serious and then I have some lighthearted books that I'll put in there um and then and then the one of the surprises it's been so fun our um oldest uh our son James who Bentley's brother is with us from Washington DC he's working remotely and He's quite a good cook, and so I have become his sous chef, and I'm learning all sorts of things that I've never tried before. So that's been that's been another fun way. So that and just prayer. I mean, just praying for all those who are suffering so heavily, and waiting and listening for God in the midst of this. I think those are that's how I'm getting through it. Mm.
1: Well, Mama Jean, thanks for um, being a part of our first podcast takeover um kind kind i think it might be one of many you know we just feel pretty good about this already (laughs) i I think it should be in fact when i heard there was
3: gonna be a takeover i i said oh i hope it's (laughs) kindly that would just be perfect so that is just great i can't wait to hear what y'all have to say and um
1: y'all are wonderful and thank you for for letting me be a part of it well thank you and um we love you and we'll talk to you soon Love you too. Bye. Bye. Y'all.
0: Okay, so uh, this is a poem by one of my favorite poets, uh, William Stafford, who taught at Lewis and Clark College. And um, there's a great biography of him by his son, Kim Stafford, called Early Morning. He got up nearly every morning at 4 a.m. to write poetry and kept up that practice constantly. So he's an inspiration to me um, as a poet and a writer and as sort of a a clear and deep thinker. So this poem is called You Reading This, Be Ready. Standing here, what do you want to remember? How sunlight creeps across a shining floor? What scent of old wood hovers? What softened sound from inside fills the air? Will you ever bring a better gift for the world than the breathing respect that you carry wherever you go right now. Are you waiting for time to show you some better thoughts? When you turn around, standing here, lift this new glimpse that you found, carry into evening all that you want from this day. The interval you spent reading or hearing this, keep it for life. Where can anyone give you, what can anyone give you greater than now, standing here, right in this room? When you turn around. Um. Okay, Leslie. So as we've been talking, we're realizing that we've got a lot of content and maybe this is going to be a two part series uh, Listeners, of listeners talking.
1: Yeah, we've got a little act one, act two.
0: Just like This American Life.
1: <laughs> we um, have had so many people uh, to interview and so many wonderful things to say about empty pews that it just felt right to do. A two-part series
0: yeah and I think this will give more time for the individual voices uh, to be on the show and given the space that they deserve mm-hmm. and that we think you know we want to give listeners on empty pews
1: and also I think it just highlights that we're not rule followers necessarily so we were given 20 minutes and you know it turned it into an hour
0: we're breaking the mold <laughs> I mean
1: it's hard it's hard to like argue with that sort of creative genius right
0: yeah i mean you have to let it flow
1: right right yep you don't know you don't know where the spirit's going to take you
0: no it's like a wild goose
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) um